Hello, my name is Bruce, and I'm coming to you to share poems that God has given to me over the years, quite a few years. And uh, these all are related with the Bible. And uh, this first one, this uh, poem, to, for, I, te I give you one each time, sometimes two. Um, this one's called From Foolish to Wise. And we're going to go through the word as we read this and see just how this relates and it may relate to your life if you've known the Lord and you've walked away from him and you're no longer there God is saying come home he says return come back to me he loves you he loves you with a love that is everlasting and he wants you to be with him in heaven he wants to help you here on earth. He wants to answer your prayers when you pray. But he can't do it until you let go and give it and come back home. He won't bless obedience, disobedience. He wants us to obey him. Not because of out of fear, but out of love. He loves us and he wants us to love him. This, so this is a poem called From Foolish to Wise. I heard the word of God, but heed I did not do. The word had much to offer, though I knew the word was true. Proverbs, we're going to be in Proverbs mostly. Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 7 says, Fools despise wisdom and instruction, or discipline fools a backslider is a fool plain and simple because we've walked away from God we've we've gone back on him we've we have uh, not um, we may have served him for a while but we just don't want to have anything to do with him now but God is still calling us home what he wants us to be is wise. The wise, wisdom is the beginning or the foundation of knowledge. We need wisdom. We need wisdom from God. And God wants to give it to us when we make right, wise choices. I wanted to be free. Rules were such a pain. Rebelling seemed the answer, so the world I would gain. Proverbs 12, verse 15 says, The fool is right in his own eyes. And that's what the fool thinks. The fool, when we are a fool, when we're foolish, when we're not doing what God wants us to do and we're not following him, not loving him, we're a fool. Plain and simple. And the fool makes stupid choices does stupid things because that's what a fool does but what does God want us to be he wants to be wise the wise listen to others they listen to counsel they listen to people that that, that are know what they're talking about from God I hung around with friends doing what they did Though I knew it was wrong, I did what they bid. 
the fool plunges ahead with reckless confidence. Doesn't even think about it, just plunges ahead. That's a fool. Because ahead is something that's going to make them fall flat on their faces. It may be an obstacle, it may be a person, it may be a uh, whatever it is, I don't know. But that will cause us to become a fool, or to be a fool, because we plunge ahead and we don't listen. We don't listen. But if we're wise, then we're cautious and we avoid danger. We stay away from it. And if you're not following the Lord, you're in danger of making it, of not making it in the rapture. Not leaving this world when God comes. And then you have to face the Antichrist. You have to face all the things that are happening. And this is the world that is a mess right now. But it's nothing compared to what's going to happen after the rapture. After God takes his children away. So we have to be right with him. We have to be living for him and loving him. and Walking with him and making right decisions. We have to be wise. I refuse to enter God's house. No appeal would I hear. I broke the hearts I loved, causing many a tear. The fool refuses to turn from evil. Refuses. Won't listen to anybody. They just won't do it. That's a fool. If you're doing that, you're a fool. That's a, a tough thing to say because the fool says there is no God. Then you're talking about the, uh, an atheist. Have you turned into an atheist after you knew, you knew God? I pray not. Come back to God. In Revelations, he says, I wish that you were either hot or cold. But if you're lukewarm, if you're just trying to tread the outside, not really do anything for God, but not really do anything real, real bad, quote, unquote, that's a fool. Because God... When the rapture takes place, he says that the, the lukewarm, he will spit them out of his mouth. They'll still be on this earth. They won't be going with him when he comes. And he could come any time. Everything is in place. All the things are in place for Jesus to come. All, all is needed now is just the time. And God only knows the time when he's coming back. Farther I was from God, nearer the world became, molding my thoughts and actions, but I knew I was to blame. Is that what happened to you? Started getting out away from God, away from church, not reading the Bible, not doing anything with, for God, and you just got colder and colder and colder, and your heart just got harder and harder and harder but God knows how to break a heart he knows how what does the fool say 
Number five, 1424, efforts of a fool yield foolishness. Just more foolishness. It doesn't yield anything really good for us. Anything that will benefit us, bring us close to God, and it just brings us farther away from Him. Because the more we we of that foolishness there is, the more that we hold on to it and we don't let go. And so we pick up habits, we pick up addictions, we pick up all of these things that are going to tear us down. Remember the prodigal son? When he came home, what what brought him to his senses? He looked he was hungry and no one would give him anything to eat and he looked at the pig slop and he got to the place where even the pig slop was starting to look good and he finally came into himself and what did he say my father God in heaven my father His servants eat better than this. He thought, well, he didn't have to be a servant. He was a son. But when you come to God, we come as his servants, as his slaves, if you want to put it that way. A slave, somebody that has to be told what to do, to talk what to do, and and to listen. What does the Bible say? The wise, to the wise, wealth is a crown. What kind of wealth? The wealth of a family? The wealth of a friend that loves us? The wealth of a a church that loves us, the wealth of God who loves us. All that is wealth that this world cannot buy. No matter how much money you may have, you may be a billionaire. That doesn't matter. You're a pauper when it comes to God's wealth. Because God's wealth is... It is great it is wonderful it is it is glorious to be able to love and serve god that is just so wonderful when we make him the lord of our lives not playing church not playing religion but making him the lord of our lives jesus has to be the lord of our lives if he isn't, then we're in trouble. Then I got in trouble, my security no more, my world fell apart, death knocked at my door. A 
associate with fools and get in trouble. When we associate with fools, we just become more of a fool than they are. When we listen to them instead of listening to God. Listening to God's people. Godly counsel. The Bible says Godly sorrow worketh repentance that needeth not be repented of. That need not be repented of. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. So we need to not associate with fools. <laughs> we just got to give it all to God. Uh, what we need to do, we need to walk. We, a wise man will walk with wise people. Walk with wisdom and be wise. Proverbs 14.14 When we're wise, we're making right decisions. When we're, when we're wise, we're following God. We're doing what He wants us to do. This is not worldly wisdom. This is not the wisdom of the world. This is the wisdom of God. And it is great. So I went to God's house. And that was supposed to be Proverbs 13, 20. Excuse me. So I went to God's house to find some relief, but my unrepentant heart fueled my unbelief. Proverbs 14, 14. This is the one. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. That means, now that's the backslider in heart because when we backslide, it's our heart has affected because our heart, out of the, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, the Bible says our heart and when our heart grows, grows cold then what happens is we start looking toward God we don't look toward God we're not looking toward his word we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing we're a fool we're acting like a fool because all the things of the world are just filling us up. We're filled up with the garbage of this world, the pollution of this world. But what does God want? God wants the, the wise will be satisfied from themselves, from himself. We can be satisfied. God satisfies us. If you look at Psalms chapter 107, and verse 9, it says, For he satisfieth the longing soul, 
and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Do you want to be satisfied? Are you, do you want to be satisfied from yourself? Do you want to be satisfied from this world? Do you want God to satisfy you so that you're not thirsting for the things of the world? You're not thirsting for all these things? Give it all to God. Put it all in His hands. He wants us to be wise. And the wise will be satisfied from themselves. My choices became desperate. My good, my actions were not. But I chose the world over what I was taught. Even when we feel like we're about to, we're going to die, we've got that, that situation where they say, okay, you're, uh, you got this amount of time to live or, we got a sickness, a COVID virus, or a disease, or whatever it is, whatever is happening in our lives, God is saying, give it to me. Don't, don't turn away. Give it to me. I'll take it. I will heal you. I will deliver you. I will change your life. But we have to give it all to him. Does that mean God will just heal us because we give it to him? Could be. Or maybe he won't. But I'll tell you this. Having Jesus as your Lord and Savior, when you're going through a trial that you like cancer or, or all these other ones that um, we pray for God to heal the people, but... If you're going through that, or if you're going through a situation that you just can't get out of, or whatever it is, when you give it all to Jesus, He goes with you. He stays with you. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. If you're doing what I want you to do, I'll be blessing you. If you're not, I'll be bugging you. I'll be trying to get you to fall flat on your face so that you'll look up and call upon me. That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to let go and give it all to him. What is he doing here? I blame God's people, though I was the guilty one. I said what I would regret about God's only son. Still not letting go. If you've ever heard the story of Jonah, if you've ever read the book of Jonah, Jonah was in the belly of that whale for 72 hours of torture. This whale was was picked by God. God used this whale, this, spe this special whale, to swallow Jonah. Now, Jonah was a prophet. He was a minister. He was a preacher of God's word. He... He even prophesied like God told him to. He was, uh, there was a time where he was serving God. But he heard God told him to do something and he said no. He said it in his heart. He didn't say it in his lips, but he said it in his heart. No. But then by his actions, he turned away from God. And he tried to get as far away from the place where God wanted him to go. 
God said go to Tarshish and preach to the people there. Noah got onto a boat. Bob, God said to go to Babylon and preach to them there. But instead he got on a boat and he headed for Tarshish. Making excuses. But really he knew he was wrong. So when he, w he was in a storm and the, the sailors were so scared that they, they woke him up and said, why are, you, why are you sleeping in this storm? Wake up. P call upon your God. Maybe he will save us from this storm. And he said, I can't do that. And they asked him, why not? And he said, because I'm running from my God. That made them really afraid. But then Jonah said something that was true. He got Jonah knew it was true. Jo Jonah knew this, this storm was because of him. And they didn't deserve to die because of his choices. So he told them, what you need to do is you need to take me and throw me over the side. And then the storm will be still. Everything will be calm. So they were saying, murder me. Because that seemed to be exactly what would happen in a storm. You throw somebody overboard when in a storm, how are they going to survive? Because they're out of the boat. They're, they're no longer in a place where they've got stability, they've got safety. But Jonah said that knowing that God would calm the storm as soon as he was no longer on the boat. Because the boat was going in the direction God told him. God told him one way and he decided to go another. So he was turning him around. They tried to row to land. No, it couldn't do it. So finally they got, they said, they prayed a prayer to Jonah's God saying, don't take, don't uh, hold this against us. And then they took him and threw him over the side. And as soon as Jonah hit the water, was flat calm not a bit of not a ripple flat calm the storm was completely gone and they go whoa so they started making um, I don't know maybe it was prayers to Jonah's God to God Almighty Jehovah God but Jonah what about him? He thought, he's, he's going down into the water like that, and he, he probably thought, ha, I won, even though he's going to die. But a whale came and just went, and swallowed him right up. And Jonah went down into that whale, was swallowed in, and down into the stomach of that whale. He was probably being burned by stomach acid or whatever it was that was in the whale. I don't know how that happens, but but he had re the Bible said he had seaweed wrapped around his neck. And the whale went down to the bottoms of the earth. Or and so he went really deep. He went down to the bottom there. And when he went down to the bottom, the pressure Jonah was feeling 
Now that he was back, he was backsliding. He's what he's going away from God. He served God faithfully up until the point where God told him to do something that he refused to do. And then he said no to God. And when we say no to God, we can say it with our mouth. God will hear it in our heart because we're speaking from our heart. Everything we say is from the heart. If there's foul language coming out of us, that's coming from our heart. That means we need a clean heart. We need a new heart. We need a, a repentance. We've got to repent of those things and give it all to God. So, Jonah made a choice. But what did he do? While he was in that whale, he could barely breathe, but he could breathe because he was still alive. I had an, uh, I got hit by a truck and uh, I was in the hospital. When I woke up, I could barely breathe because I had a clapped lung. So I understand that. But can you not imagine him barely breathing and he didn't know what was happening. There was no light. So no matter what way the whale turned or moved or anything like that, he didn't, he had no bearings on what was um left right up and down he didn't know he was he was in that whale with all anything that came into that whale anything the whale ate all of it went in there and he probably lost whatever he ate while he was on the on the um the ship the ship that he was in but here he was now in this situation for 72 hours the bible said Three days, that's 72 hours, he was in that whale. And he did not pray to God for 72 hours. It wasn't until finally God broke him. That 70, right after the 72 hours was over, he said, All right, salvation is of the Lord. He repented. We can do that too. Are we struggling in that 72-hour thing? Are we struggling in our lives trying to get as far away from God as we can and taking on all of these addictions and all these things that are just tearing our body apart? And finally, God is going to get us to the point where we're going to say, All right, God, I repent. Salvation is of the Lord. And we make him the Lord of our lives. Not just an addition to our life. Not just playing church. Not just... But making him the Lord of our life. That's the only way we can live for God. Is God has to be the Lord of our life. Jesus has to be first. Let's go on with a poem. What happened next? Again I went to God's house seeking the help I need. I listened to the word watering God's seed. My eyes were finally opened. My, sinful, my sinfulness I saw. Excuse me. 
The selfish choices I made when I ignored God's law. Something broke in me. To the altar I came, crying out for mercy, letting go of the shame. God's people crowded around, laying hands on me, praying and crying I could hear as God set me free. Oh, praise God, Lord, set the people free. Oh, God. Then it was just God speaking to my heart, renewing my commitment with a brand new start. The old is gone, he said. The new is here to stay. Trust in me to keep you so you will not stray. I took him at his word different the choices I make no longer playing church my faith no longer fake now I live for Jesus mercy and grace are mine trusting in his word peace and love I find oh that's what God wants in your life he wants you to have that peace that love he wants you to have that relationship with Him. He wants to have that relationship with you where He loves you and you love Him with all of your heart. He loves us with all of His heart. He loves us. He gave the most precious thing He had, His own Son, to die for us so that we could be set free. Give it to God. Give it all to Him. If you're holding on to anything that you know good and well that God does not want you to hold on to, let go of it. Run away from it. Get away from it. Give it to God. Say, God, I'm giving this to you. I don't want it. Take it. Get. But whatever it is, give it to him. And if he doesn't take it away then, then pray the next day. Keep praying. Calling upon God. Go to God's church. Go to a church that is preaching the word of God. I'm not talking about social, social religion. I'm talking about preaching the word of God. Talking about sin and death. Talking about question. Talking about making the right decisions. Doing the right thing. God wants us to do the right, to do his will. He wants us to give it all to him. This world is not worth it. What shall a man give for in exchange for his soul? There is nothing more precious than your soul. Don't let the world have it. Give it to God. Give it to him. Lord Jesus, I pray for every soul that is listening to this message. Let your power and your glory be made known. Show them how much you love them and care for them. Open their hearts to you. Oh, God, I pray that everyone will open their hearts to you and give it all to you. Oh, Lord, this world is not worth anything. You are worth everything. We give it all to you now. In Jesus' name, amen.